Welcome to Film Fights, the podcast that gets a topic of some sort. We're going to talk about Halloween movies because it's or horror movies because it's Halloween season this week. But we take two movies, take two contestants. They bring their favorite movies in this genre, and they're going to try to convince me on which one I should watch and why. Uh, so we have this horror movie debate. I'm joined by Joe Warner and Solomon Chase. Thanks for coming back, guys. Hello. Hello. So you're bringing some horror movies to the table. Solomon, you're bringing Cube. Cube, yes. Joe, you have the original. Original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll get into that. Um, I guess we should set up what these movies are. People have never heard of them. Start with you, Joe. Texas Chainsaw Massacre's mid-80s, I believe. Uh, Late 70s. Oh, late 70s. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so probably early one of the early slasher films yeah I guess you can definitely call it. yeah yeah uh not really in a typical style as like jason or, or mike, mike myers, myers right more of um uh more intense than that and there's more than just one slasher after you so it's a demented family yeah. uh cannibal family with a chainsaw wielding maniac at their disposal yeah, and I guess we'll get into it a little bit, but I guess like it's less about just the chainsaw wielding, yeah, like villain. Like it's more about the whole family, which is weird that a lot of horror movies it seems like in that era had that of like Friday the Thirteenth was not really just Jason, you know, like oh yeah, yeah, started, but out it with develops like, into this yeah. whole thing where now you think Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you think Leatherface with chainsaw chasing you around. It's not just that, so. Cool. We'll talk more about that yes. in a second, but I guess we should also introduce Cube. 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 Vincenzo Natali, a director that I have mixed feelings over. <laughs> but what is Cube if people have never heard of it? Because I'm guessing a lot of people probably don't know what this movie is. Cube is a cult horror sci-fi classic. Um, came out in 97, uh, two years before The Matrix. I don't know why that matters. Um, but it's just... A beautiful movie. It's simple. It's got a. It's got a simple and intriguing premise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a small cast, so it's very like insular and self-contained. Mm-hmm. And it's um, literally self-contained. It's literally self-contained. Um, and the way that they set things up is is really intriguing too. Um, yeah. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, yeah. We'll, we'll jump. We'll jump into this now. So with with horror movies in general, I think these are both great picks. Very different picks for sure. I mean, Cube's a much smaller i mean they're both smaller low budget kind of feeling things but cube's a little more modern uh, a little more sci-fi a little more sexy <laughs> whereas <laughs> texas chainsaw massacre like you said more of that traditional feeling yeah. like classic for us and that in that very 70s 80s era borderline like exploitation feel to it yeah true true um so yeah i guess well, let's jump into it i mean these are very different horror movies um so for something like Cube, since I feel like a lot of people probably haven't seen it, do you remember the first time you saw it? Did you see it? I saw it at Remy's house. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you were there or not. I was going to say, I feel like that's not a movie <laughs> Remy would love, but okay. By the look on his face, I'm going to assume you weren't. <laughs> Why are you in my house watching movies? <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Like, And that was like years after it had been out or, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Probably at least a decade after. So it you were out. introduced to yeah. it a while later. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember when I first saw it either, but I remember being very like, very intrigued by it. Like, it's a really cool premise. It's 
came out a little bit before Saw, but mm-hmm. kind of in a similar vein in a way of like these different rooms that they're I'd say more elegant, but yeah, well, and like, <laughs> not as torture. Yeah, but it, it's not definitely not. But the first Saw wasn't as much either, really. I yeah, guess. yeah, like, yeah. it kind of morphed into that. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I guess like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Weird how yeah. horror movies do that, and Cube did actually to a degree as oh, well. Yeah, it like it's it going so Hypercube. Yeah, yeah, that got weird too. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I don't know, but yeah, I, I will, I'll agree with you. I feel like cubes a little more elegant with the way it does it. I mean, it's like the effects and stuff are a little bit cheaper and like, you know, it's a little, probably a little dated feeling in a way now, but, um, I like the simplistic like style of, you know, it's just people waking up in these cubed rooms and trying to figure out where they are and why and yeah. how to get out of there. And then some of these rooms are trapped and mm-hmm. how to get through that it was, it was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a great ride. Um, I don't know. Have you seen Cube, Joe? I haven't. Okay. It's on my list, but yeah, never yeah. got around to it. <clears throat> yeah, understandable. I like I said, I think it's a smaller movie, and I feel like like it's Vincenzo Natale's first movie, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. And then it catapulted him into like some other films for sure, and I feel like he's kind of hit a weird like he's never really been able to break out because several movies did not go very well yeah. recently. I'm not a fan of Splice. Splice. <laughs> yeah, that, that's basically what I'm getting at. Not a fan of Splice. That really burned me. Uh, I remember seeing that with Scott Hawkins, actually, who's been a guest on this show a couple times. And uh, I want to say we saw like a midnight screening. Yeah. Like Thursday night, you know, like first thing we were like, yeah, it's going to be awesome because he's a big fan of uh, Cube as well. And uh, weird experience for sure. I remember like we were leaving and there were people that like pulled up beside us and like, like had us like roll down our window or whatever and just yelled what the F and drove <laughs> off. Cause like nobody really knew like what was happening, like what was going on. So anyway, Natalie's a weird, weird individual. Yeah. But have you seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Uh, no. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. Did you see the remake at all? Uh, a little like bit. Have you seen any of the iterations no, of no. Chainsaw no, Massacre? Okay. So now you guys have got to convince each other to watch your movies. Yeah. So right. my job's done. You guys just go. Like you're convincing him. You're convincing him. As you walk out and you, you yeah. know, okay. let her go. Let her rip, Joe. I go first. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I was looking for like a door to close. I got nothing. Um, jeez, what just happened? So Matt closed the door. We could still hear him talking. All right. I'm still wearing my microphone. Off. I can hear you, Joe. I'm still wearing my yeah. Bluetooth headphones and my microphone. Uh huh. Anyway, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, very early, gritty, low-budget horror movie. Um, I mean, title kind of explains the whole movie, <laughs> which is fantastic. There's actually a Patton Oswalt skit where he says, like, when you hear a movie title, it should play a mini-movie in your head. Yeah. And yeah. that's what Texas Chainsaw Massacre does. So you, you know what you're getting into when you see this movie. Um, but it's not just kind of mindless slasher movie. It's kind of slowly unfolds. It creates a lot of tension. I mean, it's probably inspired a lot of horror tropes that we see in, you know, since that movie was made. Um, but yeah, it's it's a group of unsuspe- unsuspecting teenagers, 20-something kids, pick up a hitchhiker, hitchhiker goes crazy, um, and that somehow leads them to this um, abandoned house, which, uh, trying it's been a minute. I'm trying to think. Sure. No, they think they just stopped to check out this abandoned house and then they hear this, like, um, we call it 
engine running in the background uh, mm-hmm. generator. Generator, yeah. Um, so they go go check it out, and uh, that's when they discover Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first reveal of Leatherface is probably one of the best horror reveals in any horror movie. It's fantastic. Then you slowly realize, you know, <clears throat> they're not just murdering uh, people just for fun. Like, they're actually uh, slaughtering. Excuse my creaky bones there. Keep going, uh, <laughs> Joe. I can still hear you through the, the headphones. I'm walking around outside. So basically have a human slaughterhouse and then, you know, uh, you know, inspired by Ed Gein, who made uh, furniture out of human body parts. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's all incorporated into this. And then, you know, after that, it becomes an escape from the murderous family. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've probably watched it a bunch. It still stays fresh every time I watch it. Do you remember uh, the first time you saw it? Probably, probably because I saw the remake first, actually. Oh, OK. Um, so that, that like Jessica Biel one or whatever in, yeah, like, in the early 2000s. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I guess at that time I haven't really watched, hadn't watched many horror movies. So I liked the remake a lot too. When I first saw it, it was mm-hmm. a very tense movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't know if I still have, cause I've seen many more horror movies since right, then. Right. Right. Now you so like, I don't know if my opinion would change, yeah. but at the time it made an impression. I think it was seen as okay. I think, you know, decent for a remake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, took a different approach to it right. though. Um, this one, yeah, so I think that inspired me to just go back and watch the original and see what that was like. Yeah. But yeah, uh, very, very creepy, very gritty, uh, very well done as far as revealing everything to you as you watch it. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's just a perfect Halloween movie. So mm. It's up at the top of your list as far as that era of Halloween movies, I'm guessing. Yes, yeah, definitely a top favorite horror movie. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we'll, we'll flip back to Cube in a second too. But uh, so for for me, I'm trying to remember. I've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre for sure, but it's mm-hmm. been a long time. The second one is the one with Dennis Hopper. <laughs> and okay, I was that just one just got sure. like a little off the deep end. It, it, went. it went crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like it's very different than the, the oh, yeah, first yeah. one. And and it, yeah, the like the first, first one's, one's like grounded and grit, plausible. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like oh this. Could happen. The second one is... second one ends in, like, dual-wielding chainsaw fights with Dennis Hopper versus yeah. Leatherface, if I remember yeah, yeah. right. Like, it's, like, crazy, like, like he's got, like, like Dennis Hopper, like, just, just arms himself man. with multiple chainsaws yeah, and is like, I will go head-to-head like against Leatherface. Texas Marshall yeah, and that's how this goes. Leather. Sounds great. I mean, it's great in its own way, but, yeah, very different, where it's just kind of, like, especially now removed way more from like, it, yeah. way more comical and kind of, like... Self-aware of, yeah. like, yeah. The first one's just very much grounded, like, just, like, creepy, like, yeah. undertones of everything with this weird family and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's disturbing, like, in a lot of ways, for sure. Uh, so for both of these movies, it's been a while, and they've both had versions of sequels and remakes and all that. Um, I think I've heard rumors about both of them being remade again at some point, potentially. I mean, I'm yeah, sure horror movies like really. that are always like that. Would you be into that idea to be able to like remake Cube with modern effects and all that? Like, Do you think that's a good idea? I... I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, likely it's going to go poorly, but yeah. I guess if you could just take everything about Cube that worked 
but just modernize the effects and all that. Yeah, like, well, would that I don't, be good? Like, I don't, I don't know. Is that part I, of the appeal? I, I mean, I love practical effects yeah. and I yeah. love all of the, like the hatches are like actual, like big metal doors and the sound design is just crisp. Like, you know, like it's, it's really nice, but like, it would be like the movie pie, like pie too. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know what I mean? It was so insular and small and indie and like, yeah. And, and it kind of gets rid of the charm of like, yeah, it small, loses, it loses some of the charm. Film. Yeah. And, uh, that kind of happened with the sequels anyways. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't remember the sequels very well because I, I feel like they were very forgettable yeah. too. It just like, it just, it loses that magic. I mean, but it also, you know, it does the thing of trying to explain more of the stuff around it. And that's, yeah, there's that's also harder. something about like quintessentialness, like mm-hmm. the cube, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're mm-hmm. like cube, hypercube, you, you know, you're kind of like extending something that is just a very simple, elegant idea, mm-hmm. you know? And like, that's kind of what I latched onto about the movie. And like one of the things that I really liked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do you think? Like, like what about that really sets it apart? Um, are you a fan of, are you traditionally are you a fan more of like the smaller, like indie horror kind of thing Absolutely. or, okay. Yeah. Or, okay. So not the bigger budget kind of things like that. Um, what's your favorite scene that sticks out in cube? Mm. Favorite scene. All right, while you think about it, Joe, do you have a favorite scene in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Uh, I think I already mentioned it. It's when Leatherface reveals reveal. himself. It's, yeah. just, it's fantastic. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if we should explain it or not. I uh, don't really no, remember. just watch it. Just watch it. Just check it out. You might have already seen it. It's, it's I pretty have iconic. Seen it, but yeah. no, I mean, just whoever is listening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you were only talking to me. Yeah. Well, I know you've seen it, man. Okay. I think my favorite scene is uh, the reveal about the character Worth when you realize that he's actually conspired to create part of the cube. Okay. Like one of the people stuck in the cube is like one of the people who actually helped design it. And it's kind of like a statement on the military industrial complex in some way. Like, you know, like we create the tools of our own entrapment. And um, there's a lot of like interesting thematic stuff in it too. Yeah. It's about like, I'm trying to remember the characters, about like six characters or something it's, like that. It's like, like six or seven. He's, uh, the first, it's really six because the first, um, the way they set it up is um, the first character is just kind of wakes up in the cube by himself, uh-huh. goes into an orange room and is just like sliced to bits by wires. And so it sets up the menace of the whole thing. Yeah. Right. You know, if they just started with people in so, a room right. and it's kind of like, and then you get into the traps, you know, but like they immediately set the premise of this right. is like dangerous. And it's even like pre-title, right? Then yeah. it's just like, yeah. that becomes the title. And then, exactly. Then oh, you're exactly. like, oh, okay, get, I got it. This is not good. Yeah. So yeah. I have a very naive question. Like whenever I, I've only heard of Cube, I've heard people like mention it's a great movie and everything, but I don't know. I never really knew what it was about. Does it take place in space? I, I don't know why I have that impression. <laughs> well, see, there's the there's the there's what you can there's what you can figure out from the first movie, and then there's like That's the true. later movies, yeah, which is, which extend which were not Vincenzo and Natalie or yeah. Natalie. There was right. other directors, right. so like that would be like unofficial canon for me to say. If okay, it so it's, I mean, it's in, ambiguous. In, in the first okay. one, it's yeah. it's very contained. I, I yeah, I don't. Think we you just don't know anything. where they are. No, it's, 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 it's all about them it's trying a to huge, find I, I would say it's like if I was going to throw a third genre in there, I would say mystery. 
You know what I mean? Because like, there's a question of how many cubes there are. Like he, like one of them does a rough calculation and I think it's like, like 17,000 rooms or something like that or, or something along those lines. Right. Each room is a cube that's then within this gigantic cube and they keep sliding And there's these progressive realizations or progressive revelations. Like they're trying to figure out like, Oh, is it like prime numbers? Like how do we like avoid these traps? And like they start to find a pattern, but then later the pattern changes and it's because the cubes on, on, that there's these earthquakes that happen or these like mm-hmm. upheavals it's because the rooms are actually moving oh, wow. they realize that it's so all that, shifting so yeah, yeah. so, so it looks like, like <laughs> going to cabin in the woods looks like that was paying homage to cube when probably they had the, um yeah kind of all the yeah. poor poor people in their separate rooms is kind yeah. of yeah yeah kind of visually yeah uh, yeah kind of similar feel for that for sure yeah 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 it's it's a really interesting movie um right and i don't remember exactly how all the sequels go because i do think then they they back up at some point in the sequels and they're like oh this is how like mm-hmm. more things are made and you lose yeah. a lot of the like mystery and fun yeah. yeah something worth noting is that like i think cube the movie as, as like a concept was one of those movies that was bound to happen mm. um i mean vincenzo natalie just you know happened to make it happened mm-hmm. to be at the right right time right place but like you know two years after that there was existence and the matrix and mm-hmm. those have some like very vague relations to cube mm-hmm. you know of like what is reality and like you're contained within something, but you can't see outside of it. Um, but outside of that, the concept, it's really good screenwriting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a minimal set of characters. They, they all have different functions in the story. Um, I really like the fact like there's a mentally challenged, mentally handicapped person. Oh yeah. Right. Ends up being yeah. the only one who escapes from the queue yeah. and he can like factor large prime numbers Spoiler. and like that. Right. Yeah. It's an interesting. It's an interesting dynamic. You don't see that a lot in characters either. With um, they can kind of like the, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily done the best way because it's. I mean, they're kind of abusing him a little bit too. Yeah. The mentally handicapped yeah. kind of thing there. But uh, I mean, I guess that's somewhat realistic. They, you know. Yeah. But uh, okay, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Man, I'm trying to really think back. Um, do you feel, I mean, I feel like this, that movie in particular, I feel like a lot of horror fans are really hold high, maybe even over like Halloween and um, Friday the 13th and all that. I mean, in that era, like all those were around, but mm-hmm. what do you think it was about Texas Chainsaw Massacre specifically? Was it just because it's not that, you know, slasher movie? It's not just a slasher movie. It has that other element to it. Well, I think, well, I actually read something interesting is that um, when he was making it, Toby Hooper was actually trying to go for a PG rating on the movie. Oh, so weird. he was trying to show very little yeah. blood and gore, which actually made the movie way creepier. Yeah. Because he didn't see that oh, much wow. in it. But, but he was still trying to keep the same tone of like all the yeah. like, Yeah, wow. so he was trying to make a PG horror movie, so he didn't want to really show blood and gore, even though what's happening is horrific, but just ended yeah. up... I mean, it originally got an X rating. I think you had to still cut it down, and they That's crazy. eventually settled on an R rating. So I think, kind of approaching it from there, it's it kind of like walks that line between like an exploitation movie where it just be blood and guts everywhere, and something genuinely creepy. Yeah. So I think that's maybe why it what made it stand out in that era of um, a lot of exploitation. Um, horror movies along the same lines. Yeah, wow, that's a really cool concept. I never really so, thought about that before, to try to make something that's just, like, tonally so creepy but never really shows anything to make yeah. it 
deserve a rating. But I mean, even that would the tone itself would make them rate it harder. But yeah, but that's cool though. Uh, that's interesting. Did you say something? Sorry. I was just wondering. Yeah, so like the the blood and guts and gore factor is that like kind of toned down, and it's more of like it's more implied because mm-hmm. you know yeah. you see you use blood in it. Like, yeah, but it's just kind of like blood on their face, but you never really yeah, see yeah. like organs being pulled out or anything never like chainsawing anybody in half or anything yeah like like you might see a chainsaw go up and then it cuts away or you you don't it's or it's dark and you don't really see the blood and gut so Mm. it's more implied horror and even with like the body parts and you know the what however like all the furniture is made you just see kind of bones you don't really see like skin pieces or anything too too gory so Hmm. um yeah, out of everything, when you think about it, yeah, there's not that much blood and gore in it. It's mostly just implied. You don't really see that much. Hmm. Uh, so I guess we'll wrap this up. Uh, I guess I'll give you a shot for final thoughts. I'm going to go with you first, Mr. Solomon Chase. Final thoughts on Cube. Final thoughts on Cube. Um, it's my favorite horror film, like I said, because of just the quintessentialness of it just the it's just pure essence of like mystery pure essence of like sci-fi horror and um i think it really stands out even even with its like practical effects and not like modern hollywood pizzazz i think it's a beautiful film cool all right short and sweet mr joe warner final thoughts on texas chainsaw massacre so halloween movies do you want something creepy Mm -hmm. intense uh fun to watch so I would say Texas Chainsaw Massacre, especially if you haven't seen it. Uh, there's a lot of surprises in it. Uh, probably some things are way creepier than you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just very well done, classic horror movie. I'm going to watch it this Halloween. There you go. Do you think you'll watch Cube? I'll try, yeah. If it's, try to watch if it this, find it this Halloween season. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if either one of these is out. I don't feel like either <sighs> one of them are out on streaming at this point I, or I recording. I Cube here and there, but I never... I don't think it's currently, but I could be wrong. At one point, it was on Netflix for a while. Actually, at one point, it was on Amazon very recently. True. I could Um, always rent it probably from Amazon. Or Videodrome. Yeah, actually. There you go. Way better. So check that out. I don't think you have... I don't don't think either way is a wrong decision. You can do either one of these. I think it's a great film. Um, I'll probably wind up rewatching both this Halloween season as well. Uh, But for the sake of this podcast, I have to pick a winner. So I can only stall for so long, and I'm just going to pick Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. I feel like like if it's one or the other, like I feel like I would want to revisit that one. Maybe it's my hatred for uh, Splice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that's underlying. Maybe so, friend. Underlying. Sorry, Solomon. <laughs> anyway, last week, Rudy Jones won. She picked The Raid 2 for us to talk about. Have okay. you guys seen The Raid 2? I haven't. I haven't. Have you seen The Raid 1? I haven't. I've seen parts of it. I need to just kind of watch the whole thing from the beginning. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, Raid 2 is a great movie. It's one of my favorite action movies of recent years. Um, I have not rewatched it in the last week yet, but I look forward to doing that soon. Do you like uh, it better than movie. the first one? Ooh, this is an interesting debate that I've had with several friends. Uh I think the first one's better overall as far as a contained, like, tight movie. Like, it's just much more of, like, a, you know, we have this one singular mission. We're following this group. Mm-hmm. Here we go. The second one opens it up to be a lot bigger, a lot crazier, a little more complicated, 
for better or worse, like mostly probably for worse. Like mm-hmm. it gets a little bit too watered down and it's a little too long, two and a half hours. I think it's pretty long, Yeah, but like it also opens up the ability to do a lot of different action, like car chase things and like all kind of different, like bigger budget action where you're like, okay, you guys are really good at what you're doing. Like, that's cool. You have more money and things to do it with. So I think a lot of the action stuff's really cool yeah. in the raid too. So, but the raid is great. Either one. Fantastic movies. You should watch them. Have them both on Blu-ray. Nice. Check them out. Uh, yeah. So, Joe, what movie would you like to recommend? Oh, shoot. I didn't think I'd actually win this time. Uh, does, it have to be, does it have to be a horror movie? No, it can be any movie you want. Any movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Uh, oh, no. I'm on the spot. We'll cut it out in editing. We'll cut it out. Will we? We'll see. If that's up to the, the great and, the great and mighty editor in the sky <laughs> to decide what happens. The fate of this podcast is in their hands. Be politically correct. All right, Joe, have we stalled long right. enough? I'm gonna go for It Follows. Oh, okay. Another great horror movie that's from recent good, yeah, history. Twenty fourteen. 2014, recent maybe? 14, 15, 14, something 15, like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's recent. Good. Yeah. Kind of a, like, it, it did really well, I feel like, like, slowly, like, I feel like a lot of people kind of bought into it. Yeah. But not probably, like, universally well-known. Uh, so yeah, it kind good, of went under the radar. I just... Yeah. I think I heard about it here and there, and, yeah, ended up watching it. I liked it a lot. Very, uh, another movie that kind of slowly reveals itself and just is very creepy, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, not as not as traditional horror as far as it doesn't fall into like a slasher yeah, or anything yeah. like that. It's just more of a tonal. Yeah, not really jump scares. Just building tension through throughout the whole movie, really. Yeah, yeah. And interesting. Like, I don't want to give away, but like, interesting device of like the yeah. the horrorness of it and like what's chasing them and all that. It's, yeah, and it just hmm. can happen at any time. Yeah, it's a clever premise. Have you seen that yeah. movie? No. Tom? Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like you might like it actually. Okay, uh, we'll talk about it a little off mic because I don't want to ruin it for people. But that's a good recommendation. I enjoy yeah, that movie yeah. too. I think that's a, that's a smart, smart little clever horror movie. Well, cool. We'll, we'll wrap this up. Um, you can find me. Let us know what you think about any horror movies, but these movies specifically. What you think of Cube or Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Um, and if you're on one side or the other, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, you know, Instagram, all the social medias. Uh, you can find me there as well. You know, you know how the internet works. I believe in you. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you don't miss out on anything that we're doing. Solomon, do you have anything you'd like to plug or where people can find you online? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at battery fire at battery fire. And you can follow him see whatever projects he's working on. I'm sure. There's a lot of nice photos on there. Thank you. Do some good. <laughs> yeah. Good cinematic work. Cheers. I appreciate it. How about you, Joe? What can we, where can people find uh, you? What we got going on? My Instagram, uh, Royalty in Exile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Huh? Nothing else going on. Nothing else going on. Just follow him on Instagram, too. I really should be on Instagram more, but I will follow you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys for being Thank here. Thanks Cheers. for in this Halloween special. We'll go uh, roam the streets now and scare little children. Right? And steal chickens. But of course. Of course. Of course. All right. Enjoy the movies, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.